0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese with your hosts, Mike Bakovan, Chad Planbeck, and Stephanie Romansky. Oh, Whenever you haven't already. <laughs> Just did. Okay, because this was your idea. This
1: was my idea.
0: Okay. We need to do a podcast,
1: people. <laughs> we can talk about
2: this. Okay. What are we talking about? Well, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, we ran around and got uh, uh, ran errands and got back just in time to start the movie to start Nightmare (laughs) Alley, and it was like, well, if we have to pause it for any reason, we're going to be late. (laughs) No pee breaks. No pee breaks. Yeah, it's two hours and change. Yeah, it was like two two twenty. Excuse me. I think we could do okay. uh, uh, Is anyone else here watching Peacemaker?
2: Yeah.
3: Okay,
1: mm-hmm. that's getting better as it goes. I
3: love the And idea. Boba
1: Fett's
2: getting worse as it goes. It's like well, they're, on, they're on contradictory. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Boba Fett, to me, it's like it's better when he's not there. Yeah. I'm enjoying the Mandalorian <laughs> yeah. stuff, you know? Me too. And, uh, and it was funny because this, this last one with, uh, I guess, spoilers. Yeah. Where Luke shows fake Luke. Video. Yeah. And uh, do you know that's not even him talking? What? It's all synthesized. I read this big article yesterday uh, and they basically went through all these old recordings of Mark Hamill and just sort of made a computer database of his voice. So it's basically someone saying pushing organ keys going, <laughs> yes, choose this or choose the saber or choose the chainmail. <laughs> you know, cuz like when you're watching that it's they like the Yeah, it's like the, the voice just like the voice it wasn't quite syncing and it's still that It's still uncanny valley for me yeah, yeah, right yeah. I was like just find an actor that kind of looks like him. But also that whole scene where he's like, choose the chainmail or choose the lightsaber. He's like, choose the chainmail. Get the fuck out of there because you're you know, this guy's a moron. He doesn't know what he's doing. No, go. He's gonna, he's gonna kill everybody. Run, Grogu. Run. <laughs> and then he's gonna go. <laughs> and then he's gonna go pout on Planet Ireland. You know, and it's like,
1: come on. He's gonna sip blue milk and kill Jedi younglings, and he's all out of blue milk.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then circling back to yeah. Peacemaker, which I I'm enjoying a bunch. I'm enjoying it too. But what do you think with all this clan stuff?
1: Okay, yeah. All right. To me, that's because
2: uh, it's like James yeah. Gunn is from Missouri, and it's like, can you take you can take the boy out of Missouri, but can you take Missouri out of the boy?
1: Well, it's not just that. It's that it's like. I always saw that the Suicide Squad was his I'm angry at Marvel movie. Right. Which I get. Fine. Yeah. Take Pete Davidson and blow his face off. You yeah. know, right? yeah, whatever. I, and this was kind of like of a piece with that. So I don't know if the clan like, thing I don't he, know if he
2: he's fun, it's like I'd like looking at this and it's like, Is it gonna be the clan versus the butterflies? And it's like, oh no. It's looking that way. <laughs> you know, it's like, Are you sure you are are you sure you wanna do that? But <laughs> I don't know. It's, boy, that scene, I can play the piano.
1: Yeah. It's a metaphor. The clam versus the butterflies. No, it's a metaphor for America. Oh, God, I
2: just got that. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Oh, you don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes it worse. <laughs> oh. And
1: with that, welcome, welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese, where real life is cult cinema, cult cinema is frequently real life. I'm Mike. And Steph.
3: Ah, I'm just a... <laughs>
1: We
2: have, Stu Marker's still
1: alive. <laughs> we have a, a a guest star real quick for our first segment, which is uh my, my youngest daughter Tessa. We we're about fifteen minutes away from uh, finishing Nightmare Alley. And we're gonna talk about that first. So Tessa might chime in here and there and see how uh, what she thought about it. Uh tell 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 them about yourself. You're what, you're how old are you?
3: Do you seriously not? Okay. I know. I know. (laughs) He knows. They don't know. I'm 14.
1: Okay. There we go. So, all right. And uh, so, all right. So, we've got uh, (coughs) kind of a double feature of. I wanna say say uh people behave, men behaving so badly that they doom themselves and all future <laughs> iterations of themselves, yep. uh uh sin coming home to roost movies, I guess, so we're gonna do a little bit of a double and, and feature. Who's
2: the, who's the bad guy here? You know, yeah, that yeah, kind of thing, so.
1: and yep, the double feature is going to be uh the power of the dog, which we'll get at second. But we're going to start off with Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley, which kind of made a surprise jump on, because uh, you went to the theater to see it, right, Chad? I did.
2: I finally made it. I, I was I, it, it never got anywhere remote and closely to here. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to see in the theater, you had to go to Lincoln or Omaha. Yeah. And it's was one of these things, like, keep having chances, like, don't want to go, don't want to go. And it's like, oh, let's go start streaming in February. But then I had to go up and see my friend for for one day. And it's like, oh, shit, it's the old. they came back. Yeah. and they did the the black and white version and I want to oh, talk really? about that too really I didn't know there was a black and white version well they did they because you know it 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 it, it led a, a dry popcorn fart at the box office yeah it didn't and do well it did not do well and of course again, nothing's doing well except spider-man yep and so <laughs> um but yeah uh
1: of course it's a remake Okay, so tell me a little bit about that. First off, let's just give general impressions. Okay. I, th- I thought it was really good. I didn't necessarily think that toward- until we got to the end, and then I was like, wow, okay, I see what they were doing, and that made a lot of sense. Tessa, did you like it, dislike it, what?
3: I liked it. And it was very slow, and then it hit you in the face in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's, that, a good that's my take. And yeah. Steph, did you have a, an impression of it one way or the other?
0: No, I didn't get to see it
1: okay ah, ah, so that's, right, that's off fine again okay okay all, right, all right. So, so go that's on, right so go on tell us a little bit about the remake part of it because i knew well, it was a remake but
2: i know nothing about yeah because like, i had like, no idea
1: it was a yeah remake. yeah
2: <laughs> it's a remake and uh it's based on a novel by uh william lindsey graham and <laughs> not that lindsey graham yeah no it's uh and you know I, uh, like del toro's movie actually both versions follow the novel pretty well um it was first made in a movie back in 1947, 20th Century Fox, uh, directed by Edmund Golding, and starring Tyrone Power, oh, who really? was you know kind of a swashbuckling romantic kind of guy, and he yeah. wanted to do that to kind of change his image a little bit, and he's really good at it. But the most hysterical thing about that is, like the whole earlier part where he's like doing the carny bit, he's like chewing gum, okay, and I swear to God, his wad of gum deserved a best supporting actor nod. <laughs> that movie because it's sort of you just changed his whole um, th- th- demeanor you know and it's like, okay okay i buy him as this guy now huh you know and um and like we can get into how they kind of differ and everything as we get into it and stuff so i guess spoilers yeah okay um so so the basic plot
1: is you 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 come across in the del toro version, right because that's right. the one i've seen yeah, that's seen fine the old yep, one. let's go you got uh bradley cooper who you get the impression he kills somebody gets on a bus and uh, goes and literally goes and joins the circus and right. uh, he uh proves to be quite good at circus life technically it's a carnival it's a and carnival. as barbara yeah, Stanwyck
2: yeah. says in roust about this isn't a circus this is a carnival because oh, it's, yeah. it's all sideshows yep. and attractions yeah there's no elephants <laughs>
1: yeah okay
2: I, that <laughs> no, makes it no, sense. no animal act.
1: there's a, a girl that gets electrocuted there is a uh, strong man, strong man Ron, Ron Perlman, Hellboy, Hellboy, hell yep. yep. <laughs> and there is a geek, yeah, and this this is central to the whole thing a whole where plot. And there's a
2: of course there's the Mentalist, the, yep. the fortune teller gal Zena. Man, that Pete. was a good cast. because yeah, the Mentalist
1: yeah. was uh, uh,
2: David Stray David Stray there yeah, yep.
1: and he was married to uh, um, uh, Tony Collette, yep, and. Man, that just like Clifton
2: Collins Jr. has two lines, you know. Yeah. It's just
1: one of those things where
2: it's just. Yeah. And William with, Defoe is the carny owner. Yeah, and it's know? just
1: packed with fantastic yeah. character actors.
2: Yeah, because to me, like coming into it, cause I I read the book, I've seen the original, so to me, it's sort of front end loaded. Because I loved all the carny stuff. I did too. But then you know, and then not to get too far ahead of ourselves, after he leaves the carnival, to me, like the movie just kind of yeah falls off a cliff a little. bit. It
1: did. And it was, it was my thought. And, uh, if it, that it was, it was, I'm not going to say it didn't hold my attention, mm-hmm. but it was definitely slower and less right. interesting the yeah. second right. Del Toro got yeah. out of the carnival because you can tell that's where his heart is. You can yeah. tell that's what he wants to be filming. So,
2: so, yeah, so the main character is Stan Carlisle. And, again, we're not really sure this person that he killed, was it a mercy killing? We mm-hmm. don't know at the beginning. So he's kind of on the run. He's hiding out in the carnival. He befriends uh, the 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 fortune teller act. Yep. And uh, apparently these guys used to be very popular and they had this rock solid gimmick for, for you know, t- reading fortunes or telling mm-hmm. people or, you know, t- telling what they want. And he sort of clues into it and he sort of ingratiates himself into them. Yep. and it's all done very well. Very yeah. well. And then he just sort of learns the tricks of the trade. And then eventually... It's not really clear if he caused the death. Of yeah, of, it's
1: not really clear because at one point Del Toro takes pains to say uh, to have uh, Willem Dafoe say, "Okay, in this barrel is the good booze, and yeah. in this barrel is the stuff that'll kill you." Right. And at one point he it's has like to wood bring grain alcohol versus yeah. a
2: different kind of alcohol. Yeah, man. he has
1: to bring David straight there in a right. bottle, and it's not right. quite known whether or not he brings him the bad bottle. Right,
2: not. and so he sort of it's and it's always kind of like to his advantage. And so he sort of steals the act. He steals uh, Molly, the Electric Girl. Yeah. And uh, Rooney Mara. Rooney, Rooney Mara. Who's very good who at is, this. I said, everybody's good in this. Everyone's good And uh, they, they, they he kind of picks up the trade. He learns the trade. And then pretty soon he takes, he's like, you know what? I got I got this act. You know, we're going to be great. And then they kind of leave the carnival behind. And then they become a, sort of a semi, I think they go to like Chicago. I yeah. think it's Chicago. And they sort of become like a, a mentalist act. Yep. Where uh you know he he uh you know he he's like a, it's a, it's an act in a hotel and all the all the hoi polloi are there and he's like yeah. he's like being able to tell you know what 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 are you thinking about this that and everything yep. predicting fortunes. now I,
1: I want to back up for a second and say that one of the singular pleasures of this movie is the absurdist old hard boiled dialogue yep. <laughs> for example at one point Ron Perlman is threatening uh uh Bradley Cooper. Uh, for sniffing around the, the electro girl and he says i may be old but i still have five pounds of meat on the end of my hands and you're gonna get and, then, and something along the lines of you're gonna get all five pounds yeah. of them
2: yeah. and his knees are messed up they can barely move <laughs> exactly and so no it's really good and that, of course like, so you can't you gotta talk about the geek show yep yep that's and, that's um, kind of the yeah. central premise right and then because there's this there's this great speech where the geek that they have sort of burns out guys course. and so <laughs> yeah. they take they take them and they dump them at a at a, a flop or a or hospital a, a hospital yeah. or sort of a, a a mission yeah and then he takes it to lunch and then uh, uh william defoe gives this great speech on how you make a geek it's a great speech and you know it's not someone who's doing this willingly that you basically you'll find a drunk you give him opium yeah, you, talk like, him just, up a you talk him bit. up a little bit. It's like just for a little bit. It's temporary everything. till it's, we can find a real geek. And yeah. then, then it's like you start with it's like do this, or we're gonna withhold the booze. And of course, mm-hmm. the he doesn't realize the opiums in the booze. It's like, and so because like there's a couple scenes where he's not really befriending the geek, but you see the geek in the corner. He's like, "This isn't me. This isn't me. This mm-hmm. isn't me." It just breaks your heart. And he like he offers him a cigarette, and it's like, okay. So it's like, do I like this guy or don't I like this guy? You know, and, and it becomes real clear as we do not, right, <laughs> right? And so we do not like this guy, right? And then so he's he's got his show going, and he runs into Lilith, played by Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, who tries she of the two faced, right? She is like, man, she's beautiful. Oh no, she's not. <laughs> oh, that's that's yeah. Because okay, here's the, here's okay. Um, I don't recommend the black and white version. And I'm looking forward to seeing it in color. Because so you haven't seen it in color? I haven't seen it in color. It's a uh, very colorful movie. Yeah, because yeah. the black and white version, of course, it's, it's like colorization in reverse. And it looks fake. Hmm. It looks like it's like Phantom Menace computer graphic fake. And it took me, it's like takes you completely out of the movie in spots. And it was to me amazing too. And it's like you said with Kate Blanchett. And it's like, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that makes her look ugly. But Jesus God, is she ugly in yeah. this movie?
1: Well, it's better with the red lips and the white skin. Okay, and all or the something, yeah. something.
2: But anyway,
3: also not to mention, she has that blonde hair.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep. She's a striking figure, and yeah. she's she's a, she's a psychiatrist. She's a
2: psychiatrist and sort of a spiritual, of spiritualist debunker. Yeah, and so, but he's so good at the game, he's able to kind of turn the tables on her at first, uh-huh. and she sort of. Uh, he basically brings her in thinking she's kind of a pawn to get information on these very high rollers in the city right. that he's going to bilk out of this money as a spiritualist, You know, getting them in contact with uh, like the, the one couple, their son died. Everyone's
1: with, got daddy issues. Everyone's got, yeah, got yeah, mommy yeah, issues. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so yeah, he's able to read it and figure it out tell, you with know, tells and signs and, and the secret code that he has with Molly. And so they, they built the, the judge... Yep. And, but then she sort of reverses it and starts getting, as she starts analyzing him, kind of gets his hooks into him a little bit. And then they go after this industrialist who's a real piece of shit. And that's played by
1: Richard Jenkins. Right. It took me a minute to recognize him.
2: Yep. Probably and, oh, yeah. my
1: favorite performance in yeah. the movie. That guy was just like quiet menace yeah. and, all oh, the way down.
2: And always good to see Colt Molek and M- 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 everything. Yeah. I- Good to see him again as yep. his bodyguard,
1: the guy from uh, Mind Hunter. And, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You'll great. recognize him in a second. He's right. one of those character actors, but
2: yeah, and he so, underplays it beautifully. Yeah, too. he does. It's like you screw with him, I'll screw with you. Well, no, it's my favorite line. And he
1: goes, the, "I care about this man, and if you know me, you you know that should scare you." And he just yeah.
2: underplays it like so, yep. <laughs>
1: so great. Right.
2: And so it's, it's it's sort of a back and forth cat and mouse. He wants him to conjure his his long dead lover, something. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, Molly's gonna leave, but he somehow suckers her into staying for like one more, one more take. Yeah, we got this, yeah. and, and uh, it goes bad. Ooh, does it go bad? It goes, <laughs> you know, we won't, we won't spoil it too much, but it goes real bad. There's a close up scene of him picking bone fragments out of his fist, holding <laughs> the, t- the tooth out of his fist. Oh my
1: god, you like that scene, right? Yeah, Tessa, right. you were in the
3: bathroom during that. I had to describe it to you. <laughs>
1: he always runs <laughs> off when that happens. I
2: anyways.
3: didn't run off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I am not but afraid
3: had to of any describe of the gore of this. him squeezing
2: a tooth out of his fist. <laughs> <wrote him. laughs> so, but anyway, so that, he said that goes very badly, and then he <laughs> finds out that Lilith is betrayed him and stole all the money that they built. Yeah, and she's got him all on tape. Mostly and, because she's a psychiatrist, Right. So she yeah. has everything on. Tape. Right. So it's a bit, and then they sort of. This is another thing that kind of made it's like what, uh, whatever, but. They sort of do a, a riff on Detour where she gets caught up in the phone cord. Yeah. And in Detour, you know, that's how Vera, Vera bites it. But then they didn't go through it because, like, what's that line? I'll live. Yeah. You know, when the security yeah. guards break in and line. everything. Because, yeah, in in the novel, he doesn't kill the industrialist, but he still gets framed and he still has to clear right right. out town okay. before his goons come get him. And Lilith and the industrialist wind up getting married. Really? In the book.
1: Oh well, that that would have made sense too, kind of sort of. Yeah, okay. yeah, but it's better if he killed him.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It's like if you if you're gonna do that detour shit, it's like you know, uh, commit.
1: How about I pound your face till your nose comes right, off? Right, That's right, That's, right. Until your tooth gets dodged.
3: <laughs> right. <this. laughs>
2: right, right, right. And so, and, and uh, at the end, it sort of comes full circle, right? Where, where he, because like the he, whole during the whole movie, is like he didn't drink. But then he's the 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 psychiatrist starts getting to drink as he starts opening up about his past, and we find out that he did murder someone. Yeah, before that sent him on the on the lamb that he originally joined the carnival. And
1: and let's just say he doesn't just drink. At one scene, he pours. If a regular drink is two fingers, he pours probably 15 fingers right. and chugs it. I mean, gee, right. the it amount of bad. the right. amount of smoking in this movie is incredible. Yeah. And then when when uh, Bradley Cooper starts drinking, the amount of drinking is incredible for a very short yeah. Let, of time. Can we like, talk about how great he is in
2: this? Yeah, he's that real guy. Good. He's real good. He, uh,
1: uh, yeah, he's it's like it wasn't my favorite performance, but the performance held the movie together and yeah. he was real good.
2: He's very good. Oh, because <laughs> then you get then we get like I said, everything kind of comes full circle he's he's drunk he's destitute he goes to he's another rail he's riding the rails he's, the the rails. he's, he's a hobo yeah he's a hobo and, he got holes in his shoes right and so he goes to another carnival he's trying to get a job he's trying to do like card tricks or whatever and then all of a sudden it's like it's the greatest moment where uh, tim blake nelson yes who's the carnival uh, owner, basically starts giving him the geek speech yep you're gonna be our new geek yep and what's the last line? It's like it's something I was no, born No, he
1: goes, is it the job you think you can do? And he starts laughing and says, Do it, I was born for it. Right. And then and just he kind of
3: laughed and laughed and then faded.
2: Right. Oh. And so So yeah, so that's that's how the novel ends. What you know, with him, you know, basically that's it. You know, and it's like, So yeah, he's doomed to be a geek. This is his life. Who knows if he'll survive it? But in the Tyrone Power 47 version, since it's 47, and you got to be standards and practices. Friendly, oh right, 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 right. It has sort of has a happy ending where
1: Boo. He, he is the geek, yeah, he is better.
2: the geek of the show. But then he kind of loses it and he goes berserk. But then Molly comes back and finds him, Boo! and there's sort of a there's Gosh. sort of a redemptive arc to it or whatever, you know. And I so, disagree. He screwed so, the pooch with Molly, right? Yeah, right, she was running away, right? Yeah, right, couldn't. right. Yeah. And again, I don't blame her. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's like two and she's almost got out and it's like, ah, shit, she found, he found her. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, And so, but,
1: she
2: but yeah. have
3: run away several different times. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So, so where did this stick for you in the del Toro pantheon? Because he really is, I mean, he gets some fantastic performances and it, it's weird because in, for maybe a third of the movie, I watched this and thought, this is a Guillermo del Toro joint. And
2: then two thirds of the movie, it could have been anybody. Right. Which was kind of strange. Well, the carnival stuff is like obviously that's Del Toro. That's where he wanted to be. I know because like yeah. the, there's that one thing where like he chases him into the spook house and it's like yep. there is no spook house on earth that looks like this, you no. know. But it's just his brain. At one
1: point, there's a giant devil mouth that yeah. opens and Bradley
2: yeah. Cooper walks into it and yeah. I'm like, hey, it's a metaphor. <laughs> I know it's like what, and and then of course you know like you talk, you talk about and then it gets to the end where you know he doesn't just just beat the guy. He pulps his face. Yeah, and we exactly, get A nice, yeah. loving look at it. Well, and then you get the
1: scene—the <laughs> scene with with where he runs over the bodyguard, yeah. where he backs over the bodyguard, and then drives over, and over again, him. and basically shaves his face off. It's one of the top five runner yeah.
2: overs I think I've ever right. seen. It was real right. good. Right. And so, but yeah, it's it's I don't know because like what he co-wrote this with Kim Morgan. Okay. Are you familiar with her? I'm not. She runs a site. Uh, she used to. I don't know if she does. It, but a Sunset Gun. And it was a great site. Read it religiously when she's posting stuff. And I know she's big. What did they feature on? Um, any, every, anything and everything. Okay. Just, like just it was just a movie, movie site. Movie cool, site. Cool. And, you know, a lot of, lot of older stuff and everything. And I know she's big into, was that Eddie Mueller with the film noir thing on TCM? Mm-hmm. She's yep, big yep. into that. And so I think they were dating for a while. So they sort of co-wrote this. And it's one of these things. That's, so it's, you got the Tyrone Power movie. So it's like, so let's go back to the novel. Yeah. Okay. And let's do the novel again. And like I said, it always amazes me with Del Toro. It's like, I think I've liked every movie of his that I've seen, but they just don't seem to ignite. They mm-hmm. don't catch. I mean, he won an oscar for shape of water
1: which be to be honest with you is in the bottom pantheon for tour right? for me right yeah yeah it was basically a love story with the creature from the it's Black creature, creature Black oh, good, only,
2: the cre- only the creature <laughs> only the creature gets the girl yeah the end, you yeah. know and it's not a bad movie by any stretch but 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 again it's like how well did that do no and can can i like be a heathen and say i prefer blade 2 you
1: know, sure. he didn't say I prefer Pacific no, Rim, no. you know, to the shape of water because, yeah, only he could have made Shape of Water, but at the end of the day, it's one of those things where you're looking at it thinking, why this? Yeah. You know, as opposed to giant robots hitting giant monsters. Well, yeah, yeah. I, well, know that's no. I know why it's this. I like, know why
2: this. <laughs> because it's funny because uh, I was thinking about like Pacific Rim because that didn't do very well, but to me, it's like, that's one of the greatest goddamn movies ever made. <laughs> But, but, but Woo. think about it. Like when we watched it, your wife was like, why, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, why are you geeking out about this so much? And it was like,
1: giant robots, robots punching giant monsters. monsters. What do you like, not like about it? How this? hard
2: is that? Not you just know?
1: this, like six or seven giant robots. hitting oh, like over so 15 right? giant monsters. Right?
2: But then Sarah's like, starts picking it apart. And it's like, shut up. You know,
1: and uh, did you see Cherno Alpha punch that thing? I mean, right. <laughs>
2: so but it's
1: built out of a nuclear reactor but
2: yeah so but you know uh, of course you know twitter is all like disney threw it under the bus right because of spider-man you know and everything but it's it's one of these things it's like is it because it's our circle Mm -hmm. you know so we think it's it's like this is the greatest movie ever but it's like anybody outside your echo Chamber is like, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, well what movies work anymore, to be honest. I yeah. mean that that aren't on streaming just immediately. And the answer is very few yeah. there there aren't any mid level movies anymore. I mean, no. you know, what what were the last what was the last mid level movie to do any sort of business? I mean, you know, you've got Spielberg doing West Side Story and it makes six million dollars or whatever it is, you know. Uh the times have changed, I think, yeah. and these movies don't have a place
2: yeah. Necessarily
1: just, cinematically anyway. I
2: think West Side story is the wrong time. Oh yeah, yeah. Wrong and not and not just the pandemic either. It's the whole mm-hmm. left, right, this side the one side mm-hmm. already knows has heard this a million times, the other side doesn't want to hear it anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's like we get it, you know, and so But here's the question, like yeah.
1: if Nightmare Alley had only been on streaming, would it have made more of a dent, more of a cultural punch, more of something like that? I don't know.
2: You don't – with you streaming, don't, you don't know because you don't – well, anymore, do you really get any feedback on anything anymore, anywhere, or is it just bitching about everything? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you're not wrong there.
2: You know, <laughs> and it's – it doesn't matter. And again, it's like it's not whether you like it. It's how you like it. And are you liking it mm-hmm. the right way? Right, right. And we've talked about that before. and Like, that makes me
1: Nuts. bananas. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and so it's like, so I just sort of like, don't engage at all and just kind of like, well, I liked it. I guess that'll have to do. Yeah. I think, I think it was a, a great
1: little movie. I'm really glad I watched it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like I said, I'm looking forward to see it again in color because I the black and white just did not work for me. I, at all.
1: I don't understand that. it's a very color dependent movie in
2: many yep. many senses. I mean like the, the carnival is all red. I mean yeah. everything is red yeah. in the carnival. I, I look forward to, like I said, I think and I've seen photos of it and everything and was like, mm-hmm. Boy, that looks great And it's like and it's like I waited too long to go see it. And like I said I don't regret seeing it big. Mm-hmm. And but it just like that I don't know what that process was, but it just did not work. And um
1: Okay, and well, then also let...
2: Kate Blanchett like, ew, ew. <laughs> she's ew. very she's
1: very striking in the yeah.
2: I, I always thought that oh yeah you hate her. She's great performance because like I said oh, yeah, yeah it's like just punch her face off too. But uh, <laughs> come on Bradley Cooper come on Bradley the Cooper come on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. All right,
1: well Tessa real quick, did you like Nightmare Alex?
3: Yeah, but uh, another reason why I think not a lot of people went to go watch it was because the trailer told you absolutely nothing. That is very because true. Because if Okay. If they want the trailer to get you to watch this movie, they would have spoiled everything. <laughs> so you couldn't not Yeah, that's yeah. one of the reasons why probably not a lot of people want to go watch it.
1: Yeah, the the trailer was bad. The trailer but the movie was good. Yeah, the trailer didn't tell you anything about it. I watched the trailer and it didn't even get the atmosphere right.
2: Okay. You know? It was just I <laughs> don't even know if I've seen the trailer. It's
1: before. not very good. Okay. Yeah, it it is very short on everything. But here's a movie with actors in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I like Bradley Cooper and Guillermo yeah. del Toro's names on it. Maybe yeah. I'll watch it. I mean, that really is the selling point.
2: Yeah, you know? and I like Tony Collette too. Can we talk about like Tony Collette good. is like a national treasure. And the original is like Joan Bondell played the, the gypsy. I love Joan Bondell to death. But yeah, it's like uh, just she's in everything anymore, yeah. and it's just like that's great. So. <laughs> And again, Straith Aaron was awesome too. Straight
1: God, yeah, every character. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a he's
2: a he's a rummy, he's Alky and he barely keep it together, but like if you ask him to do a trick. And it was really funny because the kept the thing I kept thinking about with those two was a bug's life with Manny and uh Madeline Kahn, uh the guy from Lost in Space. Yeah. The old the old praying mantis yep, mentalist. Yep, yep. And, uh, and yeah. Her, and the and Madeline Kahn was his assistant butterfly or whatever, and it's like and they then they keep fucking up their act. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, that's what I just. Kept oh yeah, it reminded me, of that. and it's like, oh my god, they stole that from Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's good. And uh, and then uh, some friends or some guys on, on Facebook that we know, Zach Hanlon and and Scott Ashland. Yeah, we're talking about like the art of geekery. Okay. And yeah.
1: uh, by the did... way, there's a right in the first ten minutes. There's a really graphic scene where the guys basically. The head off of a yep. chicken. Yeah, yep. where he's basically huddled in the corner. He's like, I don't want I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> through it like a friggin' typewriter. Right. You know? <laughs>
2: and and so it's but it's like, like it's a CGI it's, chicken. It's cool. Yeah. It's yeah, like we're, we're it's like are to
3: pays to go
2: see that. We're yeah. all geeks like that, or did, we're some guy and I'm sure there's probably some people out there that's like that's a turn on. You know, <laughs> to, to do that uh, shit. I mean, not to watch it or maybe. I, thought, I don't, I don't know, know, man. But uh but yeah, and it's like were there any like legendary geek performers or things like that? And it's like, boy, I don't know. But it's like, and somebody said, yeah, I'd read that book. And so, but. I don't, I don't think that's I, a topic I yeah, want to know all that much about. Yeah, um, yeah cause I remember, cause I, and I know, Steph, we're about the same age. Did, did like mm-hmm. did you go to like the fairs or anything? Were those 10-in-1 uh, those shows still going when you went?
0: No, no, okay. I've never been to anything like that except for. I think, I think at the state fair, the Nebraska State Fair, they had a sort of a thing like that. Or, okay. but it was, it was more Ripley's Believe It or Not stuff okay. than anything yep. else. There were no yep. acts or real yep. people in there. So now, no, I, I, I've never, I've never seen, anything like seen anything
1: like that. Now the Nebraska State Fair is all creationist museums and Donald Trump uh, uh, <laughs> uh, booths,
0: thus
2: denoting that it's not for well, me well, anymore. Let me tell you what it used to be because I remember going into an act where a lady turned into a gorilla what it was the greatest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> <laughs> where, no 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 it's not it's not, like as, course it's course not as exciting as you think this is like back in the 70s right or back in the 70s early 80s and you've got my attention b- before all this before all this stuff sort of went away okay and the, and the thing is you got the barker out there and he's huckstering yeah yeah and you get in there and you sort of sit down on these benches and there's a curtain and they pull the curtain back, and there's a gal in there in the cage or whatever, and then and then, in the long and the short of it, it's basically a blackout, and then the lights come back on, and suddenly she's gone and there's a gorilla in the cage, you know, and it's like, <laughs> it's all bullshit, you know, but it's like, this is the greatest thing ever, you know, and of course, whoever's in the monkey suit is going nuts in there, you know, and they're like, oh, well, that's it, everybody out, you know, that's it, <laughs> oh no <laughs> and, but it's like no, is... <laughs> no refunds exactly get out of here you know and, uh... <laughs> and uh, uh, never tell you how i was i was a carny for a day
1: no <laughs> now you've got my attention <laughs> okay. again
2: so this is back in also this is in the 80s no 4-h is another cult we could talk about something but Last day of the fair and we were sleeping in our camper and suddenly it's like some guy's coming through knocking on the doors and apparently a bunch of carnies got drunk and they all wound up in jail. <laughs> so they were looking for so they were looking for labor
0: to oh, help tear no. down the rides.
2: So I got to help tear down the tilt the world. <laughs> And then when it was over, they basically like threw ten bucks at you and said, "Get the fuck." Out. <laughs> no refunds. No refunds. No refunds.
1: <laughs> oh man! And there was a
2: little bit of you know like uh, like you go see a menagerie of, of strange animals and pickled whatever you know. Yeah, yeah. So there was that. It's called Enoch.
3: And, right? Okay, yeah. Now also, also not to mention that in uh, Nightmare Alley there's a pickled baby. Yeah. Right. Baby in a jar. With, With baby an eyeball a on
2: his head. Whee! Which yeah. he ops into his act by putting it on his well blindfold, which I thought yep. was interesting. Yep. So, Just, oh, tell me, show me
1: your show me your Guillermo del Toro movie without telling me your Guillermo right, del Toro movie. Right. Pickle baby with a third eye. Okay, there you
2: go. Yeah, it was like you said. It was like it, yeah, it's a De, Guillermo del Toro movie where they're at the carnival and then it sort of slides off. It's kind of into a Kim Morgan movie. Yeah, and then he punches a guy's face off and turns <laughs> him into a meat pup. And it's like, oh, okay, we're back Yay! in del Toro territory, so. territory and stuff. So. All right, uh, no, I said, I recommend it, but I recommend watching the color version because the black and white just for me, it just it didn't work. There yeah. were
3: some really pretty shots that had to be in color or else that would not have worked,
2: okay, yeah, I like said yeah i'm I'm
1: anxious to see it again. There was even a really pretty scene where Bradley Cooper is hauling out bags of poo to bury in the <laughs> in the ground, but he's like silhouetted by the the red lights and the ferris wheel. I was like, Oh, that's pretty, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I (laughs) was pouring salt on it. That's good. (laughs) You know, that
2: sort of thing. Yeah. Putting lie on it. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. So so the second movie we're going to get to, which has a lot in common, actually, with Nightmare Alley in terms of time frame. Yep. In terms of secrets. Yep. In terms of bad men doing bad things and getting punished for them. Yep. Is uh, uh, The Power of the Dog. Uh, Steph, do you kind of want to run us through what this movie's about
0: um, it's about um a couple of wealthy ranchers, Phil Burbank and his brother. Um, Phil Burbank is Benedict's character, and oh, um, yeah, the brother is uh, Jesse Jesse Plemons, Plemons, Jesse Plemons yeah. yeah. And um, they run a, a ranch in Montana, and um, it's always been the two of them, and that's how Phil wants it. But then the brother gets—I can't remember his name in the movie, but um. The brother gets married to a woman who Phil had tormented uh, in a restaurant one evening just for this, kicks.
1: This yep. is Kirsten Dunst, right?
0: Kirsten Dunst character, yep. yeah. So they get married and Phil Burbank resents it like crazy. And so he sets about kind of mentally torturing her into yeah. becoming an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. He does a pretty job of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's... He's menacing in this with the whistling and, and all that stuff. Anyway, um, without giving away the ending, it's it's basically the story of <laughs> it sounds like a non sequitur, but it's about repressed homosexuality. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't really um,
2: prepared for like like going broke back mountain, not to Yeah. Not not in a derogatory way or anything, but it's like, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you
2: know, this, where are we going to end up? Yeah. Yeah. Because he keeps it's, talking about the Bronco. Bronco. Bob, Bronco Henry. Bronco Henry. Bronco Henry, Henry yeah. And he's like obsessed with this dude. And it's like, this is a little weird. And then, but then you kind of realize like, oh, okay. And, you know, and it makes sense he now. Loved and, him.
1: and it yeah. makes sense why he's a bully. And it right, makes sense why right. he's a tormentor. And yep. it makes sense yeah.
2: why, you know, he would a lot bully Kirsten Dunstan like, yeah, it's like strange self-loathing going on. So it's because. And he kind of wants to keep his brother close too, you know. And yeah, so that's kinda why It's like he's like
0: because it's always been them,
2: her, like, right? And then, like, meantime, Kristen Dunst's
1: kid. Yes, who who's that actor? Um, um, Co- Cody, Cody McPhee.
0: Is
1: that yeah. it? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Cody Smith McPhee. Smith McPhee. Yeah. Holy
1: crap! Oh, yeah. That kid.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. And so, and it, it's. <laughs> And, and of course he, he's, um, We're trying to figure out how spoilery to get. Yeah. Here. Well, it's we been out a while. It, well, out. it is. It has been out for a while.
1: Well, beca- yeah. Cause it starts off with the kid, like obviously going to be the victim of this tormentor of the, ben- of the, yep. the evil Benedict Cumberbatch who's yep. making everyone's life a living hell. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, uh, well, hell by the middle of it, you realize that that's not, the kid's role and by the end of it you're like oh wait he's kaiser Sose." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah cause, um, that's because that's a good it, way to
0: put it
2: yeah because i got yeah. kaiser Sose vibes on it yeah because basically because you know since she married the younger brother they have money he sort of goes to school for a bit and then so the mom is on the ranch out in the middle of nowhere where you know cumberbatch is just being a total shit yeah and like i said tormenting and driving her to the bottle and just you know um Turn, ruin here basically. And so the kid comes back and he kind of sees what happened to the mom and then he discovers the secret, you know, where he goes off to his own little watering hole, you know, mm-hmm. and he finds his little clubhouse where he's hiding all his mm-hmm. porn, yeah. basically. And and then Which right then it
1: consists in, of a handkerchief. <laughs> right. Well,
2: there's like muscle yeah, photos yeah, yeah. but anyway, but there's also ladies I don't know, but anyway, um, Repressed. Repressed. He sees what kind of what's become of his. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, that's all. That's that's why there were ladies too because he was trying to deny it. You know. Got but... it.
2: Got, okay. Sure. Absolutely. And um, and then kid kind of sees what ha- what he's done to his mom. Right. And then it's like right then it's like it's like a slow burn revenge plot. Mm-hmm. You know where uh, I don't know if he necessarily seduces him. Better at Cumberbatch. Kind, kind of. of. Kind of. Kind of does. does if he, yeah.
1: If he does it's in a non-explicit, very Jane
2: Campion sort of way. But he's mm-hmm. kind of letting he's letting uh, uh, Cumberbatch do all the work. Right. 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 Yeah. Totally and and yeah. it's like, was that the plan all along? I, I think it was. Okay. That and, that was how I read it anyway. Okay. Because then it's, it's like uh, they did the with the whole anthrax with the dead cow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And, and and um, with the rope and everything and. And so it's like this like this grand Machiavellian scheme to get this asshole back for yeah. what he did to his mom. Yeah, you know. And so it's like, but then it's like, who's the bad guy here? You know. And it's like, I yeah. guess well, Benedict, but then this kid. And to me, when it's over, it's it's like I don't know if Jesse Plemons is going to last real long either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know. And then they're going to have, and then him and his mom are going to have everything. So, uh, oh, I didn't
0: even think about it that way. Yeah. I thought he was just, you know, like avenging his mom kind
2: of I, thing. Well, that's that's that very well could be it, and I could be reading way too much into it. So,
0: no, I don't know, but that's an interesting way to think about it. I think. Yeah.
2: Well, one of the things that I've noticed, I I'm going to go on
1: record and apologize in advance that I'm not a huge Jane Campion person. I I like, am not a huge fan of her work. I kind of liked. I kind of liked this movie. But part of the the part of what I think puts me off on Jane Campion is the idea that she is so subtle as to be obtuse, which I find a little annoying. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Only yeah, like some of her movies, like you 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 can read into it so much or so little that, you sort of lack which direction to point. And I think that was the case with this one here because we could speculate for an hour as to this kid's motives. And the text is so sparse that it's not going to tell you at any point,
2: you know, you could make a a, a decent argument that this kid didn't do anything. Yeah, but on the same thing, it's like, um, I think it's Top of the Lake. It's a series that she did. I I never did watch that, to be fair. I watched it, but it's like, she's about as subtle as a game of whack-a-mole in that but <laughs> it never goes anywhere oh may- maybe that's a better and, way to it, yeah. no 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 but but in power of the dog you're absolutely right mm-hmm. but and then but then like the exact opposite is i think it's topple like i think that's the name of it in fact i didn't even finish and it's like i, I think i'm done Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, because <laughs> huh? one of the things i've learned is to cut bait on something yeah. it's like i got Peacemaker. i got watch. there's other <laughs> shit there's millions of other things i need to watch bye and so but yeah it was um Beautifully shot, beautiful in, you in know, New Zealand yeah.
0: during the um, pandemic.
2: Yeah, you see, yeah. Very well, you know, put together film. It's just took a few left turns, and it's like, okay, this is where we're going. Okay, yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> that ending is like, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, Steph,
1: where do you put this on? Because this is a pretty big departure for for Cumberbatch, right? I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think he ever played an out and out villain before.
0: Not like this, no. Yeah. So Not that I can think it? of oh my god, I I don't want to see this movie again because I don't want to think about Benedict like that. <laughs> I thought he was a pretty good
2: cowboy. Yeah, yeah. well, He's he funny.
0: did everything himself. He even castrated yeah. the bull himself. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, yeah, well, And learned the ropes. And... When
2: we were kids. What? We threw, I'm sorry, yeah.
0: yeah. We threw I was
1: a carny. I threw testicles at <laughs> people. I saw a girl turn into a
0: gorilla.
2: <laughs> <Genies>. <laughs> It's
0: Chad's dropping life. all kinds of trivia tonight. Yeah.
2: Sorry, Steph. I did not mean to interrupt you, Steph. Please, please continue. from my horrible <laughs> testicle fight interruption. Yeah, no, we did. We worked the cows all day, and there'd be testicles lying everywhere, and you start swinging <coughs> at each other. Didn't anybody else? Oh, I'm the only farm kid. Sorry. No. Okay. <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> what? I tell you about the time we set a cow on fire. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. <laughs> that was
0: an accident. <laughs>
2: and we put it out anyway (laughs) (laughs) continue
0: i was just saying that uh he learned to to, he played the banjo himself you know i mean it was all all him no no doubles or anything
2: He's creepy as hell. Yeah, and he's <laughs> very, very creepy. creepy.
0: Yeah, and
1: yeah. well, i the scene that that I really liked in terms of his menace was when he showed up. Kristen Dunst was it on the piano? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah where it's like she's playing a, a perfectly fine song, and he comes in and just blows her out of the water. Yeah, yeah. That, the whole dinner she's, party. She's messing just,
2: up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The whole dinner party scene was just cringe. he mm-hmm. just felt so bad. It's like, yeah. oh no.
1: Yeah, talk about a thankless role. Kristen yeah. Dunst just kind of got it's like okay so what we're going to do is just crap on you the entire movie and you're just going to have to like drink and look sad yeah. <laughs> you know
0: yeah there's a lot of secondhand embarrassment with that dinner scene yeah i thought
1: <laughs> all right so before we close up this conversation unless there's anything else you want to add i got i have three parallels okay. between two movies okay so uh the phil burbank character and the guy from uh, nightmare alley uh, um oh uh, 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 huh? uh oh uh, i got it i got it i got it stanton stanton uh yeah stan carlisle oh, yeah okay that oh, man, I was good <laughs> they, they both have basically both have fatal flaws that lead to their undoing yep okay so yeah. i'm i'm doing that both movies are super beautiful and made by uh uh distinctive filmmakers right because mm-hmm. well crafted definitely well crafted right and both of them are the kind of movie in my mind that would have won Oscars twenty years ago, and aren't going to anymore.
0: You know what you I mean. You don't think *Power kind of the of... Dog* is not going to win anything? Oh, maybe it will. I don't it's, know. It's, it's it's like racking up the awards. Is it good? Yeah. Because good. it
1: seems like those mid-level movies that you know are real distinctive visions are the kind of things that Oscar used to just love. To... They used to love to give Oscars to, right? I mean, yeah think of some of those movies and i don't know they're they're pushing for is Spider-Man going to win oscars too you know i don't know yeah
2: <laughs> i don't know um yeah i don't know but the thing is it's like I, they don't really make oscar movies anymore you yeah, know it's yeah. all uh ip and um and then occasional outliers like like these two so it's like yeah. they don't have a choice but it's like, I don't know if Nightmare, because like Nightmare's like, alright, we gave you one for when the girl has sex with the fish monster. You might not get it for this one, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, um, yeah.
1: I would much rather this one have gotten a little yeah. bit more attention. But Yeah, and it's,
2: it's like with, with Shape of Water, it's like, there's some amazing performances in that movie, but it's like, this isn't his best film. No, it's not. You know, it's kind of like Scorsese. He gets it for... Blade uh... 2. <laughs> <laughs> what did square <laughs> says he finally went for there oh god uh, the, the departed the, the, the party gets over that it's like he won for the Departed. yeah so it's like that's sort of i don't know like a consolation prize or something i don't know yeah. i mean i like the departed a lot don't get me wrong but it's like he's done better and so yeah i don't know and but again it's like i is it is it the pandemic is it people just don't want to deal with you know going the expense of going to the theaters anymore you know what is it i think they go for the big stuff I think that's where we. I think that's
1: where we landed. You save it and you just you kind of just have
2: one big blowout, I guess. You know, I don't. Well, and the
1: other thing is that, okay, it, it, to to get moderately philosophical, uh, traditionally, in times of high stress and high uncertainty, uh, people divide. That's what happens, right? It's easier to fall into your enclave. It is harder to reach out and experiment to seek out things that aren't familiar and comfortable to you. We live in scary times right now, and I think that's being reflected by the fact that I know Spider-Man. Wait, there are old Spider-Man in it too. Yes, I'm <laughs> running to that in the theater. And anything that is not that, anything that is not familiar, uncomfortable, and comforting, I sort of knew that was get, coming
2: yeah. with the other with the other two Spider-Men. But <laughs> spoilers. I sort of, but it's like that's I was still su- I was still pleasantly surprised by. it. I'm sorry feel- I, I
1: i I can point to that movie as everything that cinema is now and still say that it was a tear factory man i yeah. cried throughout that entire movie when they hit me with with uh, the sam raimi spider-man theme and toby standing there i'm like oh god, the best. The best. Yeah. at the end when he puts on the the, the colors and oh god yeah. anyway i like yeah. that movie i'm just saying it's everything wrong with cinema
2: and i love it <laughs> yeah i hope oh. I don't know. I still like going to the movies, but it's hard to go to the movies anymore because I don't know. It's just I don't know I my recommendations, in me. but I'm gonna jump into it a little bit. Okay. And this splits the
1: difference a little bit because I honest to God believe this is art and I think it's going to be top of the box office this week. And I went and saw Jackass forever.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> that is honest to God art, man. It is American art. France ain't producing that. india ain't producing that china ain't producing that only american can only an american culture can come up with something like jackass and man it was a packed theater it was a packed theater and we had a blast it was the best okay Hmm. about the time they did the triple wedgie on poor wee man oh they hooked two fat guys up to a pulley and pushed them off a ledge (laughs) And had Wee Man go like 60 feet in the air by his underwear, I was about dead. That was the end, man. That's sort of the funniest thing I
2: ever saw is when they tied Preston and Wee Man together. Yep, a bunch yep. into it. That's and my went favorite. T- and Wee Man came back. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. So I'm just, Yeah, I'll, pro- I'm just I'll probably see it. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. But like I said, yeah, how many more of those guys aren't dead? I
3: <laughs> Only one of them is dead, and not because of one of their stupid sketches. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep.
2: yep. Alright, so any uh, any final thoughts on these two <laughs> <two-part> <laughs> films before we go off uh, into Jackass
1: Land?
3: I
2: start talking about setting cows on fire again. No. But it was an accident. It didn't mean to. Picture young Chad. Hey, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. Chesticle bat- fight. No,
1: <laughs> uh, let's get to the car noise. <laughs> we'll come back with some recommendations. You know they stick to you up they hit you in the face. Oh, what? <laughs>
2: Say to any of this a man color a man color
1: you're welcome i was a i don't have uh i was a carny for a day story man you know what I mean?
3: you like, and you had the other two?
1: Oh no uh, one time i got a snail stuck in my leg that's like the best story yeah. ever. you don't have very good stories no
0: no i like your cricket story
1: oh yeah i had a yeah i had a giant it cricket lived in, in my, your pocket yeah i lived in my pocket area i it was it, uh, we had an infestation of crickets once at our house oh, in the greenhouse, and one day I went to work after putting on my pants, you know, in the basement, and there was something crawling around in my pants, and I squished it, <laughs> and it was one of those giant crickets, and the body fell out the bottom of my pants, we, and the head we, was still there. We was, yeah, up at me.
2: We had those like those big yeah. camel crickets. Oh, that was it. It was one of those. And they, they always yeah. get in their shoes. Oh, and God. you put your shoe on, it's like what the. What the hell yeah. you know i think i was like oh. well in
1: college i woke up with one of those literally in the palm of my hand that okay. was two feet from my face so i'm laying like this and i wake up and it's like hey buddy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: you used to bring them to me ah. <laughs> you know you'd be sleeping whatever your cat like wow, meow, meow, meow. here's lunch <laughs> you're like god get that away from me you know
1: <laughs> but yeah so we're all doing, right well, well there's some good closing stuff for it. <laughs> All right, we're back and we're going to do some yeah. recommendations, things we've been uh watching, reading, paying attention to this past two week period. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, uh, who wants to go first? Anyone got anything great?
0: I'll go first.
1: Okay. Steph, what have you been paying attention to?
0: Um it's nothing spectacular or anything, but it's something my daughter's kind of gotten me into. Um and they've been around for a long time, but they're they're uh Let's Plays on YouTube. I don't know. Um, what is it? I think Chad, you watch some too, where you watch someone play a video game.
2: Oh, absolutely! Yes, oh, Let's yeah. yes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yep.
0: Yeah, we we call them Let's Plays. I don't know if that's the exact title for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, Shannon's been playing Breath of the Wild again, and oh, I. That's
3: what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> she just got the
1: hang glider.
3: Oh really? And then immediately died.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tessa. <laughs> but. yeah
3: there was the the giant red dude and he came and hit me with a club with one blue and i was dead (laughs) yeah
0: yeah they'll get you those guys but i was watching shannon play and then she got tired of playing but i was still kind of in the mood so um she had uh let's plays on of breath of the wild um and it's people on twitch i think that then they upload their videos to youtube Um, so, so they're actually like, you can watch them in the corner in like a picture in picture thing. So you can see their face and, um, you know, and they're commenting while they're playing and talking to people in the chat and stuff like that. And so
2: I used to watch guys play that Friday the 13th game all the time. And that was a ton of fun. Especially yeah. like when Jason comes and they all, everybody panics and everybody starts,
0: and, yeah. screaming and
2: everybody's dying. It's great.
3: Dad oh. played that for 15 minutes and then got angry that he couldn't <laughs> kill a camper. And so we took
1: the camper's out. kept running away. <laughs> so we haven't
3: played it since. <laughs> it's because Jason couldn't run, so he's just walking... <laughs>
2: Watch some of those playthroughs, you might learn some tricks.
1: Yeah, that that would be better because when they got in the car and drove away and I'm standing there with an (laughs) axe like an idiot.
2: Maybe I'll hit this tree. (laughs) 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 Laughing with you, buddy, not laughing at you. I swear because I suck at video games.
1: So 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 any particular people in uh, that you like watching?
0: Um this this one girl, um, her name is her tag is uh Nova Light Sky. Um on YouTube she's got about 10 videos uploaded of her playing Breath of the Wild um and you know and they start from the beginning of the game and so you 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 know you pretty much watch their travels make fun of them you know <laughs> like why didn't you pick up the club or you know or <laughs> you know that sort of thing and and so that's i don't know it's it's for some reason right now I need distractions and um, this is a really good one. For yeah, me. sometimes
2: those work like as MSRs. I, you know, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly like, like that Stardew Valley, where you know it's like the farming simulator game and stuff, and so. Yeah. My
3: sister Emmeline is obsessed with Stardew. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's.
2: So, but yeah,
1: cool. cool. All right, uh, Tessa, do you want to jump in? Do you have anything oh, that you're?
3: Uh, the Last Night in Soho.
1: So- yeah, we watched Last Night in Soho. Yeah. What did you What did you think of it?
3: Uh, it was not what I was expecting, right? Okay. <laughs> like, at all. How so, Dad? You should try to explain it. I suck at, <laughs> I suck at explaining movies. It's a ghost story,
1: okay. it's a Giallo film. It's full of people that are unpleasant to
2: look at, that right? That is
3: true. One dude really looks like a muppet.
2: Yeah, the thing that I really, I still loved about that movie is like when the, when the, the twist kind of hits, it's like, oh, geez, oh, of course, because yeah. like all yeah, the clues are there. The whole time you just didn't notice. Yeah, him. didn't pay yeah. t- did pay attention to it. She her, wasn't so. Edgar Wright
3: didn't
1: cheat. That's yeah. good. So I was like, oh, he's she's the girl, though. <laughs> okay, that's all about yeah. cool, cool. Well, I've got two things I'll toss out real quick. I brought over for Chad to read the uh, uh, cruelly yours the or the biography of Elvira, Mistress of the Dark by uh, Cassandra Peterson, as, who of course plays Elvira, Look and it is a. Uh, it's good. It, it, she's lived an absolutely wild life, which is exactly what you want in a biography. Was she right?
2: a carnival? Was she a carnival?
1: day? she was not, but she was okay. a, uh, she was a stripper at, or she was a Vegas showgirl at like 17.
3: Oh, like oh a, I think I knew that.
1: Like a super young Vegas uh, showgirl. I she's think got, and
2: Elvis did that. Okay. No,
1: they didn't, but they were friends. They were, they like had one night together where they spent like six hours just talking. Okay. And then, uh, the Memphis mafia ran her out and, uh, she has like a, a tarot card that Elvis was like into numerology, oh, and they went into yeah, this whole big
2: thing about. He's yeah. a fascinating dude. Yeah,
1: yeah. and uh, so, but anyway, you know the uh, the less you know about her and Wilt Chamberlain, the better. But you know we'll get <laughs> in, we'll get into some of that. Oh, there's a mental picture. Yeah, but uh, it's a it's a good biography. At the end, it ends on this note. Uh, of course, the the big news in it is that she's been in a same sex relationship for like twenty years, which uh, someone on Twitter rightfully pointed out. It's not so so impressive that she didn't come out for twenty years, but that someone wasn't jumping up and down saying, "I'm Elvira's girlfriend." How <laughs> <And laughs> you know, could someone not do that? You know, <laughs> which I thought was a good bit. But it ends on kind of this note of melancholy, where she kind of says, "My time has passed, and Elvira is going to be forgotten." And I'm like, "I don't, I think, don't so. think so. I don't think so. I don't think so." Um, because she tried to get like a hundred different projects off the ground and it never really flew, but. Um, yeah it's it's good so I, I definitely recommend it. it's called Cruelly Yours uh, by Cassandra Peterson. It's definitely nice. worth reading and the other bit and I talked about it again uh, a bit earlier is is Jackass forever. Come on guys you know if this is if this is for you or not and uh, I'm gonna yeah. get philosophical for a second. Mark Marin did this thing once where he went on this whole big thing in one of his stand-up specials about how when Mick Jagger is finally unable to perform, a whole generation is going to feel their mortality. Like, completely. It's like they're going to go, oh, God, mix down. Yeah. We're, you know, we're bound for the grave. Here we come. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. And me being of my age, that's Johnny Knoxville. The fact that he's still out him... there getting hit by a bull yeah, means I... I can still
2: get out there and do stuff. I saw him and was well, like, God, he looks old. He does. He's
1: only 49. <laughs> know,
3: 50? Yeah. He's not that. Well, there's it's a lot. Like
2: evil can yeah. evil level of everything's been broken at least once. You know, yep. that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, they bring in some new people. The new people are great. At one point, you know, I'm I'm going to say a phrase and you'll, you'll know if this is for you or not. At one point they take Wee Man, put him in a thong, tie him down, stuff his underwear full of meat and let a buzzard loose on him. And it's like, and if you're not laughing at that, then don't go see the movie. It's fine. But, uh, oh man, it was just, it was good to see on on a, a soul level. It was good to see Johnny Knoxville get hit by a bull again. Okay. So, so uh, I'm going to recommend it if it's for you. Nice. If it's not for you, uh, sorry. I, I know you think less of me and you know what? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> come on what other oh since we're we're already in in the uh the bowl you know sure. one of the things that makes me think about art or think it's art is you never know where it's headed each one thing is its own vignette each thing starts so when they come out and say all right we've got 15 gallons of pig semen you're like where is this going? <laughs> where are we going with this? And it, it it could not have been worse. So anyway, that that's where we're at. You're giving me grief over a testable uh, fight, jackass. <laughs> jackass forever. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, that's my recommendation. So, okay.
2: Chad, what do you got? Well, I have a bunch. Gonna um, start off with this is a series. It's on HBO Max called Primal. Uh, Jenny Jendy I'm probably totally butchering that name. He's the guy who did. Like Dexter's Lab, and he sort of took over Powerpuff Girls, okay. and he did Samurai Jack. Yeah, it's animated show. Um, it's a little gruesome and rather explicit. It's uh, set in I don't know, sort of in the Savage Land. There's a caveman who befriends a a, a, t- a mama T Rex through <laughs> Wait, uh, ju- through joint family grief because <laughs> all their children get eaten by another T Rex. Okay. Okay. and there's no dialogue it's completely silent. so it's just really? ex- it's like experimental animation action crazy they fight these killer monkeys and it's just <laughs> completely insane and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous and i huh. was hooked i plowed through it all like in one setting and i cannot season two's coming and i cannot wait
1: really what's so it primal
2: primal it's on it's streaming on hbo max i think it's part of Adult okay. it okay so that was great um i saw scream the new scream I heard that was good.
1: I,
3: uh, it's just they're taking a classic movie and they're like, "Ooh, it's digital now." Okay. <laughs> That's yeah.
2: Well, I said I liked it because uh, at the end, boy, it got meta inside of meta inside of meta. <laughs> you know, um, to me, because it got better as it went. Good, because ah. uh, to me, uh, the the gal who's sort of the lead, not Sidney Prescott. It's sort of it's like not to, not too much spoilery. It's uh, I think it's like the long-lost daughter of, of uh, Billy. Oh, of uh, Skeet Ulrich? Skeet Ulrich. Okay. So they like, yeah, the ghost of Skeet Ulrich is a character.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, okay. sold. And sold. So the,
2: Billy Loomis. Billy Loomis. The ghost of Billy Loomis is a character. And uh, the one thing is like there's this whole thing, and it's like I'm convinced Stu Mocker is still alive. Really? Who is Matthew Lillard from the first movie. No, they killed him pretty No, No, I think, he's, I think he's still moving. She just dropped the TV on his head. <laughs> but I think, I, think, like I said, if you're going to do another one, Stumacher's still alive. So I recommend it. I thought it was pretty great. And again, it got better and I thought the ending was just, just kind of I was like, alright, I see what you're doing there. And uh, Randy's sister shows up again. And, oh, her, really? and his his nieces and nephews sort of take over his role. Okay, it's it's yeah, kind of yeah. neat. Uh, the okay. Jamie Kennedy role. Okay, and also I have a recommendation. This is another biography. It's called Landis, the story of a real man of 42nd Street by Preston Fossil uh, Landis, he's a guy who did the Sleezoid Express. Yeah. And, um, and he's sort of a, like a 42nd street legend biographer or chronic chronicler of that whole scene. Uh, the book is really good. Fascinating, fascinating guy who did like film reviews. He was a porn actor. He was sort of a notoriously famous porn actor. Cause he was a finisher when other guys couldn't, if you sure, know what sure. I mean, not to get too graphic. And, um, and then it kind of goes through his ups and downs, peaks and valleys, and then like his tragic, death or whatever. Uh the book gets a little gatekeepery in okay. spots and that's on the author where it's like cuz like only we understand what he really meant and it's like Get
1: yeah I
2: yeah, with yeah. That crap you know but but it was really good highly recommended um i think it was part of like the daily grindhouse website but it was like it was behind a paywall and then they basically turned it into a book. Cool. So it's not real long but it's very informative and it's like the guy's a bit of an enigma. Because nobody really knew a whole lot about him, and to, to the guy's credit, he really gets digs in and gets behind it, and it was very, very good. And then um, one last thing, I just plowed through all the Reacher, the new Reacher. Oh yeah, series. I,
1: it, it looked uh, the Jack Reacher, Jack thing. Reacher. It yeah, looked, it looked decent. It's
2: hysterical. I is, loved it. Is it was, the
1: dude just it, okay? Uh, I so, saw the previews and thought, okay, this guy's either going to be really good or he's just going to be a giant slab of beef. Running he's around he's both. People. He's both. He's okay, both. Good. He
2: is a good. giant meathead. Yeah. But he's great. Because it's like
1: you cast a bodybuilder on the role. Yeah. It's like yeah. what he did. You, you know, know, it's like, I, so I, can he act?
2: I actually <laughs> enjoyed the, the, the Tom Cruise movies versus a little bit, but mm-hmm. he's too tiny. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he is it, actually quite small yeah. and muscular. Yeah. And kind yeah. Of so, no, it's really, but it's just, I just laugh because it's kind of like the A-Team. You know how the A-Team always wound up getting, you know, getting caught and they'd get <laughs> locked up in the storeroom with all the shit they need to make the cabbage cannon yeah. out of the combine. Yeah. yeah it's like this movie this this the series was out of its way to have him surrounded by like four or five dudes it's like we're gonna f you up and he's like no this is what's gonna happen i'm gonna break your hand i'm gonna yeah, break yeah, your yeah. shit and then it's like and he's standing there and they're all on the ground and it's like yeah <laughs> so, it's just fun just to watch this guy just go through and just just blow up a town and beat shit out of everybody it's like yeah yeah so USA. Little, yeah, it's a little primal about it, and it's yeah. like, okay, I see what you're doing, and he's like, like the the, the the villains are horrifically despicable, okay, and you're cheering, right, when they get get their comeuppance or whatever, and yeah, no one's standing. In this thing. And so, highly yeah, recommend. It. Kills everybody. I think that's yeah. I think that's yeah. Amazon Prime. So, I, I was thinking of checking yeah, that out. So yeah. well, it, it gets no, it was, it was good. Like I said, "Yeah, like I said he's a total meathead, but he's great."
1: All right. What well, one last thing? Did you see the trailer for the new chainsaw movie they're doing? On oh Netflix? god! Oh, oh no! Oh
2: no! That's that's a big one. What, what are you doing?
1: You're gonna get canceled. You're gonna get canceled, Leatherface. <laughs> my my favorite. My favorite. Um, thing i saw about it was you've seen the shot of the the field of yeah. sunflowers and then uh Le- old leatherface's head pops up and someone said it to uh me and julio down by the <laughs> schoolyard made the rest of it like a uh, like a, uh, uh wes anderson movie it was great
3: you
1: have to show me
2: that yeah I look, look that.
1: up Texas Chainsaw wes anderson
2: <laughs> <how> <laughs> it, but that's like, fantastic oh, that was brilliant so no anyway. i yeah uh, oh Oh. Oh, so yeah, so no. they're it's like doing the Lori Strode thing all over again, right? Uh, I was like, what? what? Uh, uh, no. Some
1: things just don't need to be remade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or some things just completely misunderstand the tone yeah, and yeah. you know, I hate to be yeah. all gatekeepery, but it's like let's take a grimy, nasty piece of grindhouse cinema. Well
2: yeah, you're gonna can get cancelled dude. I know we, I know, it's like I think this is a topic we should we should do sometime too. It's like which franchise which franchise of sequels has done the most disservice to the original, you know, hmm. like Jaws, Chainsaw, Halloween,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Howling, you know, or even even Star Wars, yeah, you know, you can even do that and uh, just like talk about legacies or whatever, but like uh, because the, the the Texas Chain, the 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 Platinum Dunes ones, like, eh, but that Chainsaw 3D that was a piece of
1: shit. yeah, it wasn't and
2: that uh. And yeah, this is like uh, I don't know. Actually, like the, the the series, the Scream series they did on Netflix, I thought was actually kind of good.
1: I didn't watch it. I, and, again, um, it was on my list, but didn't get
2: but, it. but um, yeah, because yeah, because I went back and I watched all all the Screams again after I watched Scream twenty twenty two, and like the first one is still great. Yes, the second, second one, one
1: holds up. I think is. Okay. I
2: forgot Raylan was in it. Yeah, and, he was. Uh, uh, the third one is a complete stinker. Uh, the fourth one was better than I remembered. And that's new one. I thought was pretty good. Cool. So. Cool.
1: All right. Well, next we'll we'll keep that uh, keep that in the idea file. So
2: yeah,
1: yep. Uh, Idea. Yeah. All right. Hey. Well, thanks for listening. We're going to come back in a couple weeks with another podcast. Uh, until then, uh, let us know what you thought of either of our movies or whether you thought Texas Chainsaw, the Netflix series, is going to be kind of creepy. I don't know, man. Uh, either way, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah. listening to the atomic weight of cheese where cult cinema is real life and real life is frequently cult cinema you can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com, follow us on twitter at awocpodcast see us on facebook at facebook.com atomicweightofcheese or shoot us an email at cheese at gmail.com we love your feedback
3: testicle fight <laughs>